0: Hey everybody, Bees with Ben here. Super, super big episode today because I've got John and Jill Richards, founder and owners of Nature's Gold, the Manuka Honey People, or I should say the Manuka Honey Gurus. Thank you so much, John and Jill. Good to be here, Ben. Thank you. That is all really good to have you both on board. How you doing, John?
1: I'm well, thanks, Ben.
0: No, all well. now. Thanks thank you, you so much um, for your time, because I know you guys are sort of busy, and um, and so let's uh, let's sort of uh, jump right in there. So you guys are the Manuka Honey people, the as I said, the gurus, and we had a good chat a couple of weeks ago. But um, so let, let's just sort of jump in there, and um, how did it all start? You know, bees and Manuka honey. Well, uh, we
2: started the company in 2005. Uh, because I used to suffer badly from eczema, dry skin, itchy skin, and a friend of mine gave me some cream or some manuka honey in in the cream, and I applied it to my skin. And over a very short period of time, it uh, started to work. So to cut a long story short, it started as a hobby working out of the, our garage at home, and we had boxes everywhere and all that sort of thing. Um, and we started off with our therapeutic skin cream, specifically, uh, TGA listed specifically for eczema and dermatitis and rashes. That started to take off and we were always asked, do you have other products? So we developed our uh, range of skincare products, pet care products, and then we went into um, Manuka Honey, Australian Manuka Honey. And we now uh, cover um, a full range of strengths right from MGO 30. And we've just got our hands on some MGO 1550. Wow. Awesome. and about oh, six years ago, or so ago, uh, John um, retired and came in with me. And John's a marketing guru and the Manuka Honey expert. So he's been, uh, we're a team now and he helps us and our family members are involved. So totally, you know, Australian um, family-owned company.
0: Oh, that is brilliant. That is absolutely awesome. Fantastic, John and Jill. So regards to, so you do everything from this, from yourself. So you've got, You've planted the um, the leptospermum is that correct? And then you got your own bees, or do you get other beekeepers and get the honey? How does that all work?
1: Yeah, we, it's John here, Ben. Uh, we we're vertically integrated, so we're heavily heavily invested in all things manuka, from the growing of the plants through our own plantations. Um, but given that that takes four or five years, uh, and we're about uh, six months away from our delivering our own honey from our own plantations. Um, and, and what we've done uh, prior to that, or at the same time, is we've put together an independent cooperative of beekeepers all the way down the East Coast, all the hotspots that um, Manuka honey has grown. Um, we have beekeepers that belong to our cooperative. Um, so we we got to make sure that we can guarantee supply because we're exporting Manuka honey to the Middle East, to Asia, um, to Japan, to Korea. So it's really important that uh, if people want the real deal, there's a lot more Manuka sold than there is produced yes. in, in Australasia from New Zealand and Australia. So there's a lot of fake stuff out there. Uh, and obviously we're the real deal and we've got to make sure that we can supply it. So uh cooperative of beekeepers is the way that uh, we put that in place. And then our plantations are coming on stream, hopefully, this September, October, this flowering year. Um, so, so we've got some fantastic beekeepers a, family makes- of beekeepers, a family of beekeepers. And, you know, we look after their interests and, and they make sure that we can supply the honey.
0: That's brilliant, yeah. and, and you're and you're based in um in Queensland in the in the sunny Brisbane, coast, Brisbane. Yeah, in we're
1: in Brisbane. Yeah,
0: in Brisbane. Yeah. Awesome. And uh, so we'll touch base on this little subject, and we won't get too sort of obviously it's all a little bit controversial. But the whole manuka, this manuka madness, and the, these Kiwis across yeah. the big ditch over there, they're trying yeah. to uh, and they're pushing hard. They're pushing hard. They're trying to trade yeah. back the name. So, um, yeah. what what are your thoughts and about that? Well. You know,
1: they're following what the French did with the champagne and a few other people with other products. but And you can understand why. Uh, you can understand why. But if, we and, and I wouldn't argue whether they're right or wrong, you know, that's up to them. But let, let's look at some pertinent facts about Manuka honey. So all Manuka honey. And Manuka is a New Zealand Maori name for honey, I think. But, but all Manuka honey comes from the nectar of an Australian native plant, including the manuka that comes from New Zealand. Yes. So they've got a, a species of uh, the Australian it's called a Leptospermum which is an Australian native is part of the tea tree family uh, but it was a New Zealand professor a professor Peter Molen, uh in the 1970s by accident um, he was researching something else but he he found that the honey from this particular plant um, had very special, unique antibiotic qualities, and the New Zealanders have done a fabulous job in marketing, or you know, that, that honey. Um, but the truth is, or the fact is, that all Manuka honey comes from Leptospermum, which is an Australian native. They've got the one species, Hyperium, which is endemic to Tasmania and. Uh, Southern Victoria, that's why it grows so well over there with, the, with their climate. Okay. But we've got 80 odd species of, of that, that plant in, in Australia. And through the University of uh, Sunshine Coast, there's a government sponsored research program that's been testing all these different species of leptosperma. And they found that six or seven of them are pretty active. And two or three of them are unbelievably active. Okay. So when, so where Joel mentioned that, um, you know, we've got MGO 1000, 1200, 1500, 1, unbelievably, uh, powerful, um, honeys, that they're coming from species that can't grow in cold climates. So they tend to be from around the Byron Bay area and, and right up to, um, Bundaberg. Um, so there's hotspots for different species of manuka, um, and so, um, and so that's the that's the that's the truth about where manuka honey comes from.
0: That's interesting, John. So um, obviously we always win, um, you know, the rugby and the cricket against the Kiwis, but do you reckon we'll win this war because you know with manuka? Well,
1: you know, recently uh, there's been an association formed, the Australian Manuka Honey Association, and. Uh, through that association, and people like us and a lot of the beekeepers belong to that association and we're funding um, the, the legal um, effort um, against the New Zealanders. Um, I'd have to say too that there are some Maori groups in New Zealand that are very pro-New Zealand and, uh, and Australia working together. Okay. There's, a, there's only one particular group. Um, that are looking to, um, to get this New Zealand only from the Nuka. So, uh, and we'll see, it's, it's, the UK is looking pretty tough at the moment. The US have kicked, kicked out the argument three times already from the New Zealanders. Okay. Uh, but it's, so, so, you know, um, it's a long way from, from, from them winning that case. And we've got some pretty powerful, expensive lawyers on the case as well. So, We'll see where it happens, but it, what should happen in, in our view is that Australia and New Zealand should be working together, you know. Yes. That's the ideal situation.
0: Exactly. Yeah. That's, very, um, that's a very, very yeah. good point. And, um, so, and so, Jill, so you mentioned um, before, so that, you know, getting into the business, uh, that you had eczema, uh, like a, yeah. a, a, a skin irritations. So, so, yeah. so talk us through that and, and how did it fix it and how did you apply it and what happened there?
2: Well, we, we developed, it's a, a white cream, um, you you rub it directly onto your skin, and Manuka honey has got a, another wonderful benefit where it's able to penetrate the skin really, really quickly and very deeply. And I always explain to uh, to people that um, when Manuka honey goes down, it's like a little computer, it rummages around and then works out what it needs to do to fix the skin. Um, So it it, um, pushes out the um, infection and brings it to the top of the surface. It reduces inflammation, reduces itchiness. Uh, We put a lot of Manuka Honey MGO 514 in the therapeutic cream. It's been TGA listed, the Therapeutic Goods Administration, which means it's been tried and tested. We've had that product, the same formulation from about 2005. So it works every time. So it's also got some Australian bush botanicals in it, um, um, macadamia, safflower, rose and avocado oil. So you look up the benefits of those four oils with the Manuka honey. It's a powerful product. Um, so you rub it on the skin as many times during the day as you need to. I do it morning and night. And especially in the dry weather, I do my hands morning and night because they get a bit of dermatitis and, and, and itch. Um, And combined with that, we have our ointment. Um, It comes in a little tube, got 30% of the product is uh, MGO 514 Scratches, bites, burns, eczema, dermatitis, the kids fall over, graze their knees, you put the, the ointment on. Two fantastic products. You combine taking Manuka honey internally, because to, to Manuka honey is very good for inflammation and cause um, eczema and that's uh, caused by inflammation. Um, so it starts to fix up your gut, the inflammation of the gut, which helps with reducing eczema and dermatitis. So we call those three products our three little miracles, our three key products, Australian Manuka honey, therapeutic cream and the ointment. The ointment's got all about... Fifteen ingredients in lily pilly, Kakadu Australian bush botanicals, quandong shea butter, um, uh, Arnica calendula. It's got wonderful ingredients in it, so and it's one hundred percent natural.
0: And, and I'm going to put in the show notes um, in the podcast, but um, just verbally, what's the, your website there, Jill?
2: Uh, www.naturesgold no apostrophe S, just
0: au awesome I'll put that in the show notes so people can sort of buy that and uh, and check it out and um, so just on the subject um, with the the mg o levels I think you said five one four now to what yes. so obviously there's different grades there's a lot of confusion out there for that for that sort of normal person who's not familiar with um, with the manuka yes. honey. What 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 is classed as medicinal, right? And what is and what is basically just a, a table honey when it comes to manuka?
2: Uh, all manuka honey is good for you. The higher up the number, the more antibacterial and anti-inflammatory properties it's got. It's been really confusing for the customer. The measuring system. New Zealand use um, um, UMS. We're not allowed to use that because that's trademarked. So we started using NPA, non-peroxide activity, which are all the low numbers. You hear five plus, 10 plus, 15 plus. Uh, But the um, uh, worldwide standard is sort of moving across to the MGO, the methylglyoxal level. It measures the same thing. It's like measuring ounces and pounds. You get the same weight, just two different uh, measuring systems. So um, um, anything uh, 10 plus, MgO263 and above is classed as medicinal. So you would take the 10 plus if you, I take it every day of my life, Um, just one teaspoon of tea, don't eat or drink either side of taking it for about 15, 20 minutes, so you get the full strength. When you're not feeling so well or you've got a throat infection or something, go up to the 15 plus. Twenty plus and above is when you've got, uh, you know, really bad infection or a sore throat, tummy upset, anything at all. You would go the higher grade. Okay, interesting. So and we,
0: interesting. And well,
2: so, and so, how how is it tested? How how do we test for? We this, test yep. all of our honey. So we get a, a big drum of honey. It's called an NABC, a one point two ton honey. It, it's um, we um, what do we do? we, we put it in a, a bracket thing which shakes it up. So it's all combined. We then take a sample from the middle of the IBC of the drum and we send that up to the Sunshine Coast University, Dr Peter Brooks and his team. And they're well renowned in the Australian Manuka honey industry and they're recognised as the uh, uh, correct way to test um, the Manuka honey. We get a report back. It tells us how old the honey is, all sorts of different measurements. Now and then we apply. As soon as we get the honey, we have a batch number, and that batch number carries that manuka right through from the beekeeper when we, we purchase it, right through to the end user. So anybody could ring up at any time and ask where that honey came from and um, get test results. So we keep all test results. Wow. I might
1: just mention yes. then, yeah, that. Um, I might just mention that it's impossible to tell the strength of manuka. Yes. By looking at it smelling it or tasting it, every batch of manuka honey has to get tested by an approved testing authority which tends to be a university um, so um, and even from the even from the same it's a bit like wine you know you get grapes from the same vine every year but you get different uh, different vintages some are good some are fantastic some are hopeless so okay. and manuka's like that Manuka is like that. You can get a high strength, um, tested high strength Manuka honey from from Bush Hay. and next year Bush A, it'll be a different strength or no strength at all. So every batch has to get tested by the university and issued with that certificate.
0: Wow, that, that's fascinating, John. So, why why do you yeah. think that that is? So, why and say if the, the bees because that's the correct if I'm wrong, the DHA levels that the bees. Yeah, from- well, I
1: draw, I draw I draw the analogy with grapes, and it's how much water. When does it? When does the plant get water? Ah, okay. How much? How much sun? How much heat? Is it cold? Is it wet? Um, you know, same with grapes again. How much sugar? Um, and honey is sugar, It's a natural sugar. Yes. you know, so similar. It's a very similar thing Um, and and I mentioned it where we're growing our own plantations. We've got some very, very clever people um, involved in that where we're looking to guarantee that we can get the same high strength year in, year out by manipulating how much water, how much heat and what have you that plant gets throughout the growing season.
0: Interesting. That's interesting, John. Because yeah. as far as my knowledge too, so when when the honey the honey's is stored, um, that levels can actually rise. Is that correct? Marginally.
1: Well, Jill mentioned, Jill mentioned the, the you know the two measuring systems, yes. right? Yes. So this, I'll get a bit technical, but excuse me for that. But on that certificate from the university, it's got a whole, it's got four or five different numbers on it, uh, which are chemical. They're all chemical. Uh, base numbers. Okay. There's something called DHA, there's something called MGO, there's something called MPA. And so what happens with um, say a really great uh, strong honey, say 1,000 MGO, uh, it'll have a massive, it's like wine again, good yes. wine gets better, bad wine doesn't. Manuka honey, if you get a massive DHA number, which converts to MGO, yes. um, then Um, The massive DHA over a period of about 12 to 18 months converts to MGO. So if you get a massive DHA, that honey will grow in MGO uh, over 18 months. It'll just keep getting stronger and stronger and stronger. That's why a lot of beekeepers keep their honey after they've got it tested uh, for for a period while it's growing. But they're only the really good ones. Um, If it's got a a relatively low DHA, it won't grow. It's like a Grange Hermitage. Yes, keep it for twenty years, and it'll get better and better. Yes, and and Manuka honey is very like that. It's amazing. How, fa-
0: amazing. How, how fascinating! And you and you mentioned before of um, you've got one there that's a fifteen hundred MGO. Yeah, that that yes. is, and he's still got,
1: yeah. and he's still got a high DHA. It's still going.
0: So it's still going upwards. It's still and going. What, and what's the highest um, rating you, you've ever had tested? And you and it's you know, and it's you've been blown away by. it? What's the highest rating you've had?
1: Well, 1550, which is uh, that one we mentioned, it, that's, that's right up there. I have seen one that, that was 2,000,
0: Wow,
1: um, which is just unbelievable. Keep, keeping in mind that 20 plus, UMF 20 plus, um, is 860, 829 MGO. So I'm talking double that, yes. you know, for 1550, just about 2,000. Uh, we We supply some of the burns units in the hospitals yes. in Australia um, where they put uh, raw manuka honey directly onto a burn um, and it 's that sort of they want that sort of number to 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 make sure that uh, they can so people get um, accustomed to antibiotics become uh, become immune to them but for some reason manuka honey doesn 't do that um, it doesn 't lose its uh, Capacity uh, to, heal. to heal, yeah. Um, so so the doctors in these burn units know all about the the, the uh, performance of Manuka honey on, on those sorts of uh, terrible burns, you know.
2: And also uh, uh, bad leg ulcers. They're just horrific, for, especially the elderly. And, um, you know, we're getting pretty good results with the ointment, mm. the therapeutic cream and uh, high-strength Manuka honey.
0: That's that's how fascinating. That's incredible. Like as far as and, and just say like in with New Zealand, what, what's their highest?
1: Um, range well, there? they top out. They top. They've got a. They've got a leptospermum over there, which is caparium. Yes, and it tends to top out at um, twenty plus, um, which is NPA non-peroxide activity. They call it UMF, yep. and it's it's eight twenty nine M G O. I've, I've never seen, uh, a New Zealand manuka higher than 20 plus commercial. I've never seen it. Wow. And, okay. and that, and that, and that, uh, you know, we, we get that same honey out of Tasmania and Victoria. Um, and it tends to be the same. Um, you, the species that you get the thousand plus MGOs tend to be in warmer, more humid climates. Um, and species called like YTI, Livicidrii, there's three or four of them that uh, get these incredible numbers, and they just don't grow in cold,
0: wet climates. Wow, that's interesting. So, so, so yeah. we've got levels, twi- you know, almost twice as much as the uh, the kiwis. Yeah, <laughs> that's, yes. um, that's how. interesting. Yeah. And and what about yeah. probably one negative? Um, yeah, you know, I think there's so many positives there with manuka, but one negative is the price. It's, yeah. It's it's obviously you know it's got these wonderful sort of uh properties and so forth so
1: yeah so obviously it's, yeah it's supply and demand then okay so, so okay it's, it's not it's not australia that um most of the manuka honey goes overseas uh, so so, ne- so there's a global demand and there's there's only a certain amount of the real manuka honey that's that's that the bees make every year yes and um um unfortunately among that that's why there is so much fake manuka honey I, I i suggest to you that if you saw some if you see some really cheap manuka honey with with any sort of high number on it there's no way that it's the real stuff it just can't be because the beekeepers uh know how much they can get for this stuff you know okay um, so supply demand but there's more there's more supply so the people is people like us planting our own plantation. Yes. Uh, and we're not the only ones, um, so there'll be more supply. But we're talking about a global market.
0: Yes. And okay.
1: the, the Asian market in particular, places like China, just love Manuka honey. And they can't get enough of it. Okay. So, okay. so there's, always, there's going to be a, a big demand for a long time.
0: Okay. And, and you mentioned obviously, you know, with obviously fake Manuka, like, is that just merely... Because, you know, Manuka's got quite a... Um, it's a punchy flavour, very robust um, uh, on the palate, how I sort of describe it. You know, got those caramel yeah. flavours. But but yeah. so, and you mentioned before, obviously, there's a lot of fraudulent Manuka. You know, how do we... How, you know the general consumer sort of listening? How can we educate them? So, so obviously we can trust you know um, obviously Nature's Gold, your company, because you're part of that process from you know start to finish. Yeah. But but someone walking into our shops, you know how how do they know it's fraudulent? Or they just they just got to...
1: Well, I think I think the price is an indication, okay. uh, but yes. that, that that doesn't mean that it's a high price. It could still be fake honey. But uh, uh, I mentioned the Australian Manuka Honey Association. Um, and there 's a little emblem yeah. now that that 's on the on the jar, the packaging that shows that it's uh, off, off, yes. it 's it's been authenticated by the Manuka Honey Association, so i 'd be looking for that. Uh, Peter Brooks, the professor out of the Sunshine Coast University, has been working on a marker
0: okay.
1: for for manuka honey, and they 're very close to having that marker uh so you'll be you'll be able to tell whether yes. the whether it's the, the real thing or not so uh but get a trusted brand Yes. You know? and there's there's a few trusted brands around um but if it's cheap i'd i'd be wary
0: yes okay so if it's cheap, so if it's got a high so if it's got a high level and it and it's cheap Sort of being, yeah, okay, yeah. Being yeah. Wearing, yeah. And then when we, on the subject of price, so, so just for the listeners to know, you know, your your fifteen hundred thereabouts MGO levels for a three hundred gram jar, how, how much is that?
2: Oh, we've only just got that. I think it's going to be t- uh, three forty nine.
0: So, so we're tw- talking about fifteen hundred MGO. So, so, so
2: fifteen
0: fifty. That's so that's um so so three hundred and forty nine Jill, dollars.
2: Yes, I think uh, we've Roughly, only just got the price with okay. that. I'm pretty, so, I'm pretty sure that's the price, yes. Yeah, that's. But that's
1: really, really, really special, unbelievably strong honey. You know, a, a twenty-plus honey is a, is a is a highly medicinal honey, and and that's more like uh, for a five hundred or two fifty jar. Uh, what's a two fifty jar? Uh,
0: about seventy nine. About seventy nine dollars. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so, so seventy nine. Still expensive. Yes, it's yeah. still expensive. Well, that it's actually, it, you know. it, you're right. It's you know it's 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 got a price to it. But you know, obviously, as you've just yeah. mentioned, these the medicinal benefits. You yeah. know. If you know, I get yeah. people message me asking, you know, if they're, they're uh, as Jill had problems years and years ago with eczema, and and to yeah. actually have a product, you know, really, if some if some young you know child or or teenagers got a skin condition on their face and they're feeling self conscious about it. $79 yeah. for a jar or even $350 for a jar that's going to help fix that and cure that, that's yeah. that's priceless. That's really good because you're helping their self-esteem. So that's why I think yeah. it's, yeah, it's really, um, and, and it's absolutely brilliant to know, you know, once again, probably more so than ever, you know, I'm about supporting mm-hmm. beekeepers, but having an Australian-made sort of product, um, you know, Manuka honey, which is brilliant because what, what's the other, what do we call it? Uh, I think it was jelly bush honey is the other name, isn't it? Is that
1: right? Yeah, so so jelly bush is a generic name for a particular species, uh, which, which throughout the industry is called poly, Polygarium, um, which is uh, endemic through uh, northern New South Wales and southern Queensland, and that's been. It's called jelly bush because it's uh, it's like jelly to get out of the hive. Beekeepers don't like it because it's hard to get out of the hive, so they call it jelly bush. You know? Um, but it, it's it's polygarium and it that can go to uh, uh, over a thousand mgo as well. Yeah. Mm. Wow, that's, so,
0: that's that's
2: incredible. Yeah. So uh, Ben, I just want to just say that uh, when people uh, very last, we've got in, instructions and information on our website when people have inflamed skin. Yes. Um, when you put Manuka honey, it doesn't happen every time, but sometimes when you put Manuka honey or uh, products with Manuka honey on the, directly on the skin, the skin will tingle a little bit and the, the skin will go bright red or the eczema will go bright red. Normally happens anywhere between five and ten minutes. Okay. only happens the first couple of times you use um, something with Manuka honey in. It's the Manuka honey getting deep down to the lower layers of your skin and starting to work. What happens with a lot of skincare products then is the cream sits on top of the skin, the water evaporates and, you know, nothing happens. With a product with Manuka Honey in, um, it penetrates really quickly, but we need that to happen. And uh, so I sometimes get frantic phone calls from customers where their face has gone bright red. And I'll stay on the phone with them for 10 minutes oh, my gosh, Jill, all the redness is gone. So that's how um, Manuka honey works. So we educate people all the time on benefits of Manuka honey, but also how the skin can react to Manuka honey. That's
0: brilliant advice. Thanks, Jill. Thanks for letting everyone know. So, yeah, so if your body's taking it up and it goes a bit red, um, just sort of for for 5, 10, 15 minutes, but it'll come good. So that's really good to know. And at the end of the day, honey's been around for thousands and thousands of years um, oh, they
2: found honey in the Egyptian tombs and they're still able to eat it. Yes, was, you know, thousands yes. of years old. You know, wonderful stuff. I'm totally hooked on um, Australian Manuka honey. It's just the most wonderful product.
0: That is absolutely brilliant. And uh, so one final question um, for both of you. Um, yes? is So that as far as the Manuka honey industry and your company and business, like, where do you see it in the uh, in the future?
2: Oh, um,
1: well, the with the plantations coming on stream, um, you know um, we're just going to get, um, and we've got some, we've got some fairly powerful investors, financial investors yes. that we can expand those plantations, and uh, um, we want to be, we just want to be one of the serious players globally yes. in in terms of the manuka honey industry. Yeah. We're here to stay. Fantastic. We're here to
2: stay, most definitely. Um, we've got some new products. Coming online soon. We're also doing a lot of research into propolis oh, okay. and the benefits of propolis. So there is a lot happening in the background uh, for us at the moment, and uh, we're hoping for a very bright future. And, and we we want to help people, you know, with skin conditions. And
0: that's awesome. That's because we're Australian. We love helping people. <laughs> <laughs> we
2: do, don't we? We, we, we certainly <laughs> you do. Know.
1: Yes. And the, av- the average the, age, the average age of beekeepers up to recent times has uh, been pretty odd because there's been little or no money and uh, it's been more of a hobby for people. But with the advent of Manuka honey, we're getting a lot of young people coming into uh, the beekeeping industry, which is great, you know, um, but they can only come in because the, because the dollars are there, you know. Yes. So, yeah. You know,
2: we, want, we need to look after our young beekeepers because if we don't have beekeepers, we don't have bees, we can't look after them, so we need to look after our young beekeepers.
0: Yes, that that very, very, very true. Young like myself.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Not like me.
0: <laughs> well, John and Jill, thank you uh, so much. Uh, nature's Gold, the Manuka Honey People, so I've got to put your show notes in there. Thank you so much for your time today. Really, really do appreciate it.
2: It's been an absolute pleasure, Ben. Thank you for making the time to talk to us. Thanks,
0: Ben, we appreciate it. Thank you. Take care and uh, talk to you soon. Take care. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye.